0: This is Behind the Beard. So this is a podcast where three friends in Western North Carolina are going to opine on some topics of conversation. And this is for our personal entertainment, and we intend to bring some people and follow us along. But that's not necessarily uh, all that important. Our real goal here is just to really entertain ourselves. So if you're listening, welcome. We hope you're entertained. If not... Oh, well, and uh, there's other podcasts for you to listen to. So um, the podcast will have varying duration, lasting, I don't know, 30 to 90 minutes. And I don't know, we'll do monthly to start. Maybe we'll increase the frequency if people are interested or we have something to bloviate about. You know, we're going to be talking about some high school sports, maybe some local current events. And uh, of course, there'll be. A considerable amount of mocking one another. So there'll be that for your entertainment value. And we'll probably have some frequent guests along the way. So our goal is to be somewhat informative, but mostly humorous and entertaining. My name's Pat Pohl. I'm a local resident of Western North Carolina. I've got a couple of kids, one in college, one in high school here in the area. And joining on the Behind the Beard podcast as we go further behind the beard, we've got Mike Anderson. Hello, Mike. Hello, Pat. And we've got Lewis Anderson. Hey, how's it going? Good. So I have questions for you guys so we can try and get to know each other and so that the audience can try to get to know each other a little bit. Um, so Lewis, I don't know this about you. Where did you grow up?
1: I grew up in Black Mountain. You did? All the way from five years old on. Now you went to what high school? I went to Owen. And then I went to AB Tech, and then Western, and now I'm back at Western to get my MBA. Wow. Indeed.
0: Michael, you grew up, I know, I think I know where you grew up. Right here. Your your mom's house. Yeah. Back over there. And and you were in the Reynolds district, were you not?
2: Correct. I grew up here. uh, Went to Reynolds. Played sports at Reynolds. Now,
0: is cheerleading really a
2: sport? (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Starting early. (laughs) Still early for that, Pat. But yes, it is.
0: Yes, it is. I just have to give Mike a little trouble. That is definitely a sport. All right. So then I know, obviously, what the Reynolds mascot is, being that uh, my child is also at Reynolds, the the Rockets. I have no idea what the Owen mascot is, Lewis. That would be the War Horse. The War Horse. That's because
2: Owen doesn't play Reynolds anymore. Um, That's that's why you don't know. That's
0: why I don't know. See, I'm a transplant. Only in football. We play everything else,
2: which is unusual. Pat, where are you from?
0: I grew up in Crozet, Charlottesville, Virginia area, so central Virginia,
2: with a private landing strip and a private plane.
0: That's uh, very blue
1: collar. Very. <laughs> I, I am very dreams. blue collar. He's the only blue collar guy I know with a private plane. That's right. I exactly do not own a private plane. <laughs> Agony. Uh,
2: we do come to you live from the Pole Mansion. Uh, pole Mansion. It is by no means a mansion. Did you guys see the house that just sold in Asheville? Nine point eight million. It's right next door here. It is not.
0: Okay. I did see that. It's nowhere near here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy, wearing me. out. All right. I'm curious, since I'm probably the ancient one here at the table. uh, What was the signature um, music album of your high school experience?
2: For me, it had to be the Poison album. Uh, Poison, wow I'm trying to remember the name of the album But it was Poison's the really popular one
1: I think for me it was 50 Cent Candy Shop oh Wow, I am old
2: <laughs> well, What Was what was, was yours a, on a record? Did my, you play it on the record, oh, the record player? Yes,
0: it was on the record player It was uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller, of course Oh yeah, Thriller The Thriller album was raging when I was there so yeah, I'm a father of a couple of kids here, married, work here in the local area. Lewis, what about you and your family, man? A couple of kids, one in high school,
1: one in middle school, both at Owen.
2: I, right. I also have a couple of kids, one still in high school at Christ School. Um, married. Very good. Well,
0: there you go. Now, that's us. One thing we really haven't touched on is, you know, when did you really become a redneck? I know for me, it's been a large part of my life. Oh, my,
2: Pat. Pat drives a Subaru. Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, why are you mocking my Subaru ice can redneck in that? Mm. I believe I was born
1: into it.
2: Maybe if it was a Subaru Brat. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't don't really think I am a redneck, really. Not in the normal sense of it. But you own a pickup truck, by definition. I do, and I go to the racetrack. So,
0: come on. Does it scream any
2: more redneck than probably that? Probably not. I
0: mean, Ricky Bobby's in your family.
2: <laughs> oh.
1: There can't be two number ones. That'd be 11.
2: That'd be 11. I, I do agree. Lewis is probably born into it.
1: Yeah. You're born into it. All right. I'm probably the only real redneck here. Probably. I, I am.
2: Pat drove a truck once. Yeah, he didn't like that.
0: It had three on the tree. Have you all ever driven the three on the tree? <laughs> Definitely.
1: So, I've done that.
2: Oh. He couldn't even park it in his neighborhood. He had to park it at Ingalls and catch an Uber up there. I
1: had to walk three-quarters of a mile to get to his house because <laughs> where I had to park.
2: <laughs> no trucks allowed.
1: Agony. All right. Did let's... the armed
2: guard stop you on the way in? He did. I figured.
1: There's no armed guard. I had to show him my passport.
2: <laughs> I had to have a retinal scan. Jeez. You're making my head hurt
0: already. We're two minutes into this thing. All right, gentlemen, let's shift gears here now. We all are obviously big, big, big football fans. Now, we're going to probably talk about sports too, but ultimately we all love the football experience, so there's probably going to be a predominant conversation around football season and what's going on. Mine plays at Reynolds, Mike's plays at the Christ School, and uh, Lewis's play at Owen, so we kind of have a different perspective on a few schools. And
2: I like how you refer to it as the Christ School. Yeah. Is it just I think school? it's just Christ School. Right. Christ But it can be the Christ School if you prefer.
1: Well, however you want it to be mentioned, Michael. We'll, uh, how we'll do they speak about it out, it out there. <laughs> there? Do they call it the Christ School? No, I think we just call it Christ School. Or just a landing spot for everyone that's any kind of talent.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, something like that. Okay.
0: Now, Mike, you alluded to it earlier. I don't know a lot about Owen because they stopped playing. Don't stopped playing Owen recently. That's true. Owen is the only... School in the near area in here that's County. In, that's in two A, right? I, I believe. I believe so. Yeah, because you all the Owen plays in a different conference altogether.
1: Correct, Western Highland Conference.
2: Yeah, and Owen has to beat Madison to get in the playoffs. Is that
1: correct? That's correct. The only team we have to beat is Madison. Everyone else in our in our conference is one A.
2: One A, two A conference. Okay, like Reynolds is in a three A, four A conference.
1: Right. as far as football goes, that's
2: yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So, what you haven't gotten any illumination yet about the Owen season coming up, or any insight or
1: no? The schedule's not posted yet. Looking forward to. Uh, I have heard rumors a little bit easier schedule than last year, as far as non-conference games. Looking forward to those games because last year's non-conference games pretty tough. Yes, that's good. Uh, but you know, Coach Gibson, he is I, I believe moving in a good direction there. This is the first time those kids haven't had a new coach. First returning coach in a few years. So, a lot of optimism going out in the
2: Valley. That's good. It makes everybody better when Owen and really everybody in the
1: county's good. Correct. If we could all be competing, uh, we would all be very dominant when we go play those Charlotte schools, right?
2: Right.
0: Agreed. And speaking of having to make the journey to Charlotte or not, mm-hmm. a lot. I know Christ School does that trip. Mike, what's that look like?
2: So, their schedule looks a little different this year. We only have... Three trips to Charlotte, which are two. We only have one trip to Charlotte this year. Um, They start the season with Louds, which is a seven A school out of Valdosta, Georgia. They're a five time state champion, and they have uh, four players currently in the pros.
1: Now, when you say state champion, that's private school state champion. Is that correct? No,
2: Louds is a public school. Okay,
1: okay, I got you. So you guys play public and private schools.
2: I believe that Christ school play anybody who's willing to play.
1: Okay, they they would play Reynolds.
2: I believe they would absolutely, without a doubt, play Reynolds, Asheville, TC. I believe they would. Talking to, to the coach Walker, he would play any one of those schools.
1: So I know, you know, from my past experience at Reynolds, very tough to get non-conference games around here. Do you guys face that same thing?
2: Well, you know, you ask, and I'll tell you the schedule we're at. Valdosta, Georgia. Then we play a team from New Jersey that comes here, St. Joseph's Regional. And then we play a team from Tampa, Carrollwood Day. So is it hard to get non-conference games?
1: It's hard to get in-state games, it sounds like.
2: Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, um, the local schools do not want to schedule Christ School, which well, is interesting. Why
1: do you think they won't step up to that?
2: Well, they, the, the, the strange thing is, Lewis. Reynolds plays Raven Gap, or Correct. did play Raven Gap. Who is, Private
1: school from who, Georgia.
2: Who was in our conference. Okay. Um, Asheville High this year is playing Providence Day.
1: Do you think it's because half your roster is from our teams?
2: It, it could. I believe the fear is that it's a lose-lose situation for Correct. us, right? I agree. If Reynolds wins, they were supposed to win. If they lose, you lost to Christ School, and then the coaches, I think, have a fear that they'll lose some players.
1: Oh, because they were so dominant that those kids would want to transfer over.
2: I'm not necessarily saying dominant, but okay. if they lost, I mean that's,
1: that was the implications you were saying there, right?
2: All I'm saying is, if they win, they're supposed to win, and if they lose, I think there's a fear there. That I'm, I'm giving you a hard time. I know I you know, are. Yeah. I know you are. <laughs> and and you know, talking about Providence Day, who Asheville High plays this year, they play in, here in Asheville, mm-hmm. and Christ School plays here in Asheville. That's a team I recommend everyone go see, and here's why: they have the number one prospect. They have the number one prospect in the nation in their quarterback, Jaden Davis, rivals number one. He is a uh, six-foot, 185-pound quarterback. Saw him last year, the best high school quarterback I've ever seen, ever. Going to be a senior this year. Offers, I think he is one of those, that he's weighing his NIL deals and can go anywhere he wants. They also have uh, a 6'6", 250-pound junior lineman. He's the number two recruit out of the 2025 class. Has offers from Ohio State and some other big schools. They are loaded. That's just two. They are absolutely loaded with talent.
1: So do you think, like, so, you know, Reynolds playing Raven Gap the couple, last couple years. Asheville's now playing Providence Day. Do you think that there's going to be an increased amount of public schools playing, playing private schools in non-commerce games?
2: If the coaches are honest with themselves and they're looking for the best competition they can find, it's going to be private school football. The top tier, the top five or six private school football teams in North Carolina are outstanding. Providence day won the state championship in the private school football. They would have wanted in any division. They beat Weddington. If that tells you anything in the regular season. Um, so if they want to play the best and, you don't have to travel as far for it in, in reality. Correct. You know, there's there's some options to play some private schools. You know, Asheville School was a state champion in football. Now there are two divisions in private school football. There is Division One, and there's Division Two. Division One is the Providence Day, the Christ School, the big teams. Division Two, it's a lower it's a lower division. It's it's Does
1: that be like your ACAs. Yes. Okay.
2: Yes. So. They did win the state championship. It's more like winning a, no offense, a 2A or a 1A state championship. The, 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 the level two. The level two. I hear you. That Asheville school one. Okay. But I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, Asheville High play them. Um, it's going to be a run clock in the second half, in my opinion. In which way? Providence Day will destroy them. Okay. If it's the same Asheville High I saw last year that's a little undersized – And not real fast. When did they play? Well, it's their second game of the year. Whatever week two is, is Providence Day at Asheville High.
1: Put a pin in it. Mike's already predicted. Running clock, second half.
2: Asheville stepped out of the box. They're playing at Tuscola, Providence Day, Lake Norman, and then Dobbins Bennett, which is a team out of Tennessee.
1: Is Asheville playing Robbinsville this year?
2: They're not. They took the smaller schools off.
1: Robbinsville beat them a couple years ago.
2: They did. Which I think embarrassed was embarrassing. Right, I
1: mean it has to be right.
2: Reynolds has East Forsyth, West Forsyth, always Shelby, and Wataga. Now Wataga is they're a four A power. They're going to make it to the playoffs. Here's the thing I think about playing Wataga. You never see that offense again. Right. You get ready for the wishbone. You'll never see the wishbone again.
1: And we've seen that before. I mean, it's a tough week to prepare for. Right. All of our kids have prepared for that o- offense. You have to reteach the whole game to them, all their keys, everything to look for, right? And then you never see them again.
2: But here's the other half about the, the Reynolds ashville schedule it's Cupcake City come conference time.
1: Correct. Historically speaking,
2: terrible. Yes. North Buncombe is dead over there.
1: And that does nothing to help Reynolds or Asheville, or Asheville when they come the, Yeah, when it comes playoff them. time, they get no help the last six games of the year.
0: Yep. Now, those front four, though, I mean, you've already alluded to it. I mean, sure. West Forsyth, was, you know, they're historically a decent team. And mm-hmm. East Forsyth went, what, 12-1 and one last year? Lost a hoe in the playoffs or Hoff or however you say it. I'm a transplant. I'm sure you guys <laughs> know how to
1: pronounce it better than I do.
2: And Shelby's a two-way powerhouse. They win the state championship about three out of four years. Well, yep.
1: talking about being a plant – Transplant. How do you say that, TC? What is it? Robertson. <laughs> oh, you finally figured <laughs> you finally it figured out it after out. the complete lambasting oh. I got from YouTube for Robertson. that's the other one? Appalachian yeah. State.
2: Oh. oh, that hurts my ears when you say that. I'm
1: so redneck. I just say App State. Yeah, yeah. App State.
2: Appalachian. I'm oh.
1: supposed to say Appalachian. Appalachian. So, but yes, so
0: you brought up the Reynolds thing, right? Mm mm-hmm. Obviously, a phenomenal team last year. They went very deep in the playoffs. They got a lot of seniors out the door. They're going to have a lot of holes to fill on that defense. A little bit. The offense is mostly back, so that'll be kind of exciting.
2: That Riddle's defense was—I got to tell you—they're pretty impressive last year. Yeah, yeah. I, I s- think
1: I think defense carried them through a lot of key games last year.
2: I agree. It'll not, be, not, it will be
1: not taking anything away from the offense, but the defense.
2: It'll be interesting to see if the offense steps it up this year. You know, you still got Max coming back. You got uh, Akeem coming back. You got uh, Craig coming back, so that that offense, if it's clicking, you know the offensive line. I'm not sure what they lost. We lost three. We lost uh, uh, the left guard, who
0: was all conference. Uh, you got right tackle uh, and right guard all graduating.
2: And that's the difference in uh, also in public and private. We don't really don't know what we're going to have at this point. You got your guys that I mean, were there last year. I you have to year. know, though.
1: But, I mean, you guys do so much recruiting. <laughs> I, you guys are open to accept the best lineman at be, any position that you want. Oh,
2: it's not recruiting because they don't go and look for them. But if they come to us, I think, yes. I will say this. That's
1: a, I mean, you can say that they don't go. How many basketball games have we seen someone from Christ school at?
2: Sure. Here, we,
1: we spoke about it last year. You know they go look.
2: Well, sure. Sure. You, I
1: mean, so that's called recruiting.
2: If you go look, it's not. If if you see a pretty girl walk by, you can look at her. That doesn't mean you're going to go over there and touch her. Uh,
1: yeah, but when you when you send the the parents, uh, you know, something in the mail, <laughs> saying, "Hey, please <laughs> c- apply here."
2: Yeah, I could say I'm, I have no firsthand knowledge of that.
1: Right. Just like no one else in the county does, right?
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, I could say, honestly say that we were not recruited to come to Christ School. I, I put that. So, but. It's gonna
0: be an exciting year of football.
2: I think it will be an exciting year of football.
0: And you know what? You were saying it's all cupcakes and there's some obviously you know, easier games in the Mac than than, than not, but you know, there have been some changes too. What uh Irwin put up a good team last year. You can't imagine they're they're gonna be fairly strong and then uh, Anka's got that new coach or that uh he's coached before so he was at Irwin. He was at Irwin, the,
1: that's what me. it was. When is the last time a Reynolds Asheville game? with Irwin has been within 15 points.
2: It's been a while. You're right. Here, here's the reality. North Buncombe Inca, will not have the athletes to compete with Reynolds and Asheville.
1: The, the one thing, I'm, I'm excited, you know, going through the middle school schedule and everything the last couple of years, I feel like Inca is building something. Yeah, I do they, too. They, they brought back a coach, very successful state championship coach, I believe. He he's building something out there, and that middle school team coming up in a couple of years could be competitive. Uh, I agree. And Inca is
2: always competitive in youth league football. Absolutely. I mean, they're always really good. Yes. But it seems like it doesn't always translate to the high school level. I agree. And okay. I don't know why. You know, in our, in my opinion, your your great football programs begin at the youth league.
1: You can say that about Madison as well, right?
2: That's true. Madison's really good. Rosman is usually pretty good in youth league football. Uh,
1: Very large individuals, very motivated to go out there. And then, man, Rosman game, everyone's going to win that. They're in our conference, Owen's conference. We're going to win that game this year. There's
2: a definite disconnect somewhere.
1: They had 15 players last year when we played them. 15. That's a tough game.
2: 15 on a varsity squad.
1: On a varsity squad, they had 15. That's That's a tough game. Yeah.
2: Yeah wow hmm. uh,
1: you
0: talk about tough to segue you know i'm sure you all saw on the news this week you know over west of uh, of our conference we had uh you know big news with the evergreen paper mill um closing up shop or they're announcing that for the summer and that's 1200 jobs and big impact on the community there's some schools
1: out there but what do you all see the impact of that? So uh, so I think it's going to be let, – let me speak to this first because, you know, it happened to us at Owen, right? Uh, Owen Manufacturing moved out, Beacon moved out, about five other manufacturing facilities moved out, and, you know, about when I was coming through early 2000s. And now, look, I mean, we we used to, come you know, halfway compete with Reynolds.
2: Reynolds and Owen was an outstanding game. Right. It was a highlight game.
1: Yes. As far as – I mean, there would be so many people come to that game that it would pay for Owen's – athletic schedule for the next two years, that home game win against Reynolds. And now you get 15 people if we go play them, right? Uh, So when these industries move out, it drastically hurts the sports.
2: Yeah, I think anytime you lose that many jobs, they may not fill it this year. They may not fill it next year. But I can tell you... In a decade? Yeah. So the ADM, which that's the number of students in your school. uh, they're, They're both currently 3A. They're also the... In the top five of smallest 3A schools, I think in a decade, they're probably 1A. 1A or 2A, I mean.
1: I think 1A for sure.
2: And the other thing is, there's a a third high school in Haywood County out there, Shining Rock. Now, is it a huge draw? Probably not. But it's taking people away. Yeah. It's taking kids away. So, it's unfortunate that's happening out there. Um,
1: Well. Well, you know, there's several manufacturing jobs here in Asheville. Uh, What was the Pratt & Whitney just opened up? Yeah. yeah. In the process of opening up? How many of those people move out here? Yeah. Right? How many people go to Hendersonville? Uh, But I mean, those people have to work somewhere.
2: Yeah. The, The problem, I think, is with them moving here, I would think the cost of living, I don't know, but I would think the cost of living in Haywood County would be a little more affordable than the Asheville area. You
1: know, I work with several folks from out that way who drive forty five minutes to come, you know, work at where I work at, right? Because of the cost of living, they're not going to move out here ever, right? But so, are, are their parents going to drive an hour every day, or are they going to move somewhere where they drive ten minutes and then their kids go to another school, right? Historically yeah. speaking, I can tell you, the population in this Walnut Valley went down when those fa- when those factories left.
2: Do you think there's ever a chance that those two high schools combine? Who's that? Pisgah-Tuscola.
1: I think they hate each other too much.
2: And that's a huge rivalry. Yeah, I don't, I mean, think, I don't that's think they, they can. It's
1: on ESPN every year. Yeah, I don't think they No. Like, I don't think you can date someone at the other school.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like Romeo and Juliet kind of stuff. Right. Oh,
1: wow.
0: Hatfield-McCoy stuff. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I call on a lot of businesses out there all day long, every day, and there's hospital there in, uh, in the Clyde Canton in the Clyde area, and out there by Waynesville, and obviously numerous doctors' offices and everything, and and the conversations I've had with them, it's going to affect obviously the healthcare industry. It's going to help. It's going to affect industries all that support that plant all over the area all over the western north carolina so it's gonna it's gonna be a big deal it'll be interesting to see how this plays out
2: and you know we we have some industries like that in this area but that mill is the center of town yeah dead center it's everything is built around it and
0: robbinsville you know there was a plant out in robbinsville a few years ago and there's nothing in robbinsville and that one plant
1: closed i mean there's you know same same kind of effect absolutely so Uh, about the only industry out there now is lawn care yeah (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, I mean, just think about all the restaurants, uh, barbershop, everything that supports that mill. Yeah. Right? Yep. But, I mean, anyone listening out of state looking for some cheap rental properties <laughs> coming up two to five years. Man.
2: Uh, wow. Well, it'll be interesting to see how all that plays out. I know we talked for just briefly there about, uh, you know, will they reclass? Something we kind of skipped over when we are talking about Reynolds and Asheville is, you know, Reynolds is reclassing a 3A this year.
1: Well, that, so just to be fair, they were the smallest 4A last year. Correct. Right.
2: Now, if you were Inca and Irwin and North Buncombe, and uh, I think that's it, you had a chance to win the conference. Correct. That's no longer the case. It's going to be Asheville, T.C., McDowell for 4A and then Reynolds and everybody else for 3A. Mm -hmm. And I think, I mean, you went from having a chance to – your chances got a lot smaller.
1: I mean, Do you think there's a psychological effect on the kids where they're like, we couldn't win last year at all because we're 4A. Now this 3A, we're kind of the big dog. What do you guys think?
0: I don't know. I know the uh, experience they had running through the 4A last year is literally the smallest 4A school in in population than – they, uh you yeah, obviously run ran into some huge teams in the playoffs with chambers coming up there in round two and that's a nationally ranked team you know I don't think anybody hoped that uh, they would get by that and they managed to pull that off and then the win over Butler I mean Butler is a powerhouse and, and then you run into a Weddington who's apparently a mountain killer and you held your own one play gets called back that's a different score on the on the final there and they're off playing Grimsley for the for the western side of the of the conference or the western side of the region. So, so, you think they could definitely compete for a? I think they did compete 4 a. I don't know if they could. Still, to y'all's point, that that defense they had last year was, a, I mean, an, an anomaly for any school. I mean, it's a, a lockdown defense. Whether or not they can repeat that or not, I, I hope they can, but we'll see. In the three A, I don't know that the road's any easier. You got some big teams in the three A too. So, you know, I mean, you, what you got? Uh, you, you know, Kings Mountains down there. You got Crest. Uh, I mean. I think, Mike, you told me once all the all roads to the state championship are going to run through Charlotte. So. It doesn't
2: matter if you're 4A or 3A. you got to go through Charlotte. And they have some outstanding athletes down there. Yeah. They have such a large pool to pull pool, yeah. pool pool from. And
1: we were talking about Charlotte. I believe you mentioned that they can pretty much choose what school they go to.
2: I believe the rule is in the very beginning you can choose your high school. Now so you, ninth grade. Yes. You cannot move again and still play sports. Yeah. But you can say, "All right, I'm choosing whichever one it is," and uh, that's where you can go.
1: Okay. Which makes it a lot easier. So, so Pat, do you think this year? I mean, with your in-depth knowledge of Reynolds Sports, <laughs> are you guys going to win a state championship this year? Uh,
2: <laughs> I, I mean, would love that. You're, to you're in three A this
1: year, right? Yeah. You got to do it. Well, I don't know that you've got to. I do mean, it. outside looking in, you guys. Ran away from 4A to 3A, so now you got to win it. I, I, I don't know that I quite say that they ran away from 4A to get
0: to 3A. <laughs> I think that may be a bit of a stretch. I think they were rightly positioned, being that there were more, there were several 3A schools with higher population than Reynolds. That Reynolds was in the 4A, so I think it made sense for them to go that way. But uh, it, can they run to the state championship? Like I said, I'd love to see that happen. Uh, there are a lot of very good teams to get through, and. You know,
1: there, nothing's guaranteed. Anything yeah. can happen.
2: I mean, they have won a couple 4A state championships. They've
1: actually won more 4A than 3A, correct?
2: 2-4-1-3. Um, but they were in 3A for a long time. Split 3A. Right. So that's only half the – I mean, I don't know how it all works. Yeah, but they so don't out. do that no more. It's all right. 3A. It's all 3A. Yeah.
0: What we need is a 5A system. I agree with that. I completely agree. There's a lot of disparity at the 4 and the 1A, yeah. right? And that what y'all told me? What, yeah. what was the population of Reynolds last year? I think it was like 1,400 or something. F- 1,400.
1: And then you played some schools with 5,000 kids or yeah. more, right? The, their male population alone was more than the entire school at Reynolds.
2: Probably. Yeah. Right. Yeah. we talked about it during basketball season when we were allowed to do it uh, the year before. Um, we played, was it Audrey Kale we played? And I said, Pat, you take Reynolds, you take Asheville, and you take the third best team that you want to pick out of Buncombe County and they still got more people than than Reynolds does. Yeah.
0: Than all three of those teams combined, yeah. Yeah. I, I would
1: I would love to see a five A.
2: Yeah.
0: That'd be awesome. Right.
2: I think so too. And the problem is getting all the athletic directors to agree to it. Well, I don't
1: think we can agree on anything anymore.
2: And you know, athletic directors they're not always big on showing up to those meetings and from what I understand showing up to those meetings and voting a lot of people don't vote and when you don't vote it's considered a no right so i, I cannot tell you how the athletic directors voted around here i have no idea that's not public
1: it's not public information nope not paid, that i know of. a paid public official not required to do their job that's <laughs> <I> weird
2: <laughs> but
1: well we got one other thing going on gentlemen
0: it's basketball season, at least college.
2: Basketball. So March Madness
0: starts this week. They had selection Sunday this past Sunday. And now we've all gone through and we've all made our selections in basketball. And I know how, you, I mean, you two are like basketball freaks and phenoms and the complete strategy and understanding of the game. I cannot wait to hear your analysis of the 64 I, bracket. I
2: do love basketball. I watch a lot of basketball. Do you? Absolutely. Luke and I watch every state game. Indeed, every state. Game. They're in. They're looking good this year. I had them win in a
0: couple of games, I think.
2: Now they uh, they <laughs> faded late. But did you hear about the new dress code in the NCAA this year? Mm-mm. Yeah, no heels.
1: Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, was the first team since 1985 to be ranked preseason number one and not make it?
2: Was it 85?
1: 85. Wow. When they went to 64 teams.
2: Wow, that's amazing.
1: That's that's pretty sad.
2: So, Pat, what's your biggest upset in the first round?
0: So, you know, if you take a look at the bracket here and you take a look at that Miami game, so they've got Drake right there. Uh, It's in the Midwest region. Now, I don't know if you all remember this, but early in their championship game in the ACC, it was like within the first minute of that game, that center that's just, I mean, very good for Miami. I saw that slow replay of that. He came down on that guy's foot and rolled that ankle almost all the way up to the side of his. Yeah. Shot. He didn't come back in the game. Right. I don't know that he's going to be back for that. And you saw what happened to Miami without that guy.
2: Wong, Wong's still pretty good. Yeah. but The guard. He's I'm, really good. I'm going to call Drake. You're calling Drake? as your big upset? Yep. So I have... So my 12 upset, I have VCU beating St. Mary's in the West. St. Mary's, them and Gonzaga play nobody all year. I, I can't stand those two. <laughs> my other big upset, I have Pitt coming out of the play-in game. Yeah. I haven't beaten Mississippi. also haven't beaten Iowa State. Wow. Or Mississippi State and Iowa State. I think they're going to win a couple games. They were first in the ACC until about a week ago. Yeah. So I think they can make a little bit of a run. I also think Charleston, the 12, is going to beat San Diego State. I'm with you on that one. I've got Charleston winning there as well.
1: Lewis, O'Pine. I'm going to go Princeton over Arizona. Ooh, the 15 over the two. (laughs) There's always someone that pulls it off.
2: That's true. And Princeton's had a good year. Yeah. Uh, uh, Another upset I failed to mention is I really think Providence wins their first-round game probably with ease. Over Kentucky? Absolutely. Agony. Everybody from Kentucky is pretty
1: weak. Yeah.
2: Oh, I will say this. My Kentucky
0: Wildcats, who I, I, I have them losing in the second round because Damn. they did not play that well this year. I know they are all injured, and I had to watch some, some film and some articles from Calapari to see if they were even going to win that first-round game because they got Frederick with ribs. You got uh, Wheeler on the bench. You got uh, – it, 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 they're banged up. You had uh, Shigwe out for – no one wasn't out, but he had, he was playing hurt there for a while in the middle of the season. So Calipari said he's got everybody on the floor. He was able to practice. He's got one kid that couldn't go body to body, but everybody else was on the floor. And if they've got everybody on the floor, I think they can win the
2: first round. And, hey, the SEC stepped it up this year. He Alabama the number one overall seed. That's who I got winning at all, baby. If they're really good at basketball, they can't be really good at football, too. That's just not fair. I agree. It? Yeah.
0: We got yeah. a problem down there in that state with
2: that. So uh, what's your final four?
0: My final four,
2: I've got um,
0: Alabama, and they're going to see Duke because I think Duke's been slaying it lately. Yeah, Duke's on fire right now. And then I've got uh, Indiana because I think Indiana's really done well this year. I think they're underrated, and I think Houston's overrated. And, of course, Kansas. Uh, Kansas did a great job this year. I think you're going to see a, an Alabama-Kansas final, and then Alabama walks with it.
2: Alabama-Kansas. Mm. Okay. I've, I'm a little bit of a homer, maybe. I've got Virginia beating Alabama. Do you really? The Wahoos. Virginia is so hard to play against. They play that slow 55-point game, and uh, it just wears you out mentally, physically. I think Virginia can come out of nowhere and win due to the final four. They're going to be playing Duke. Duke, you're right, is on fire right now. And they beat Virginia in the in the ACC tournament. They did. Wahoo wah, wahoo
0: wah. That's the University of Virginia right there, yeah.
2: baby. Houston, I think, is coming out of the Midwest. And I agree, Kansas coming out of the West. I've got a Kansas-Duke matchup with Kansas winning the national championship. Wow. So you have Duke there, too. I do. Yeah. I do have Duke there. So, you know, they're just playing. Duke's playing some good basketball, Dave. They kind of... They lost by 20 at NC State, and since then, they've played some really good basketball. Well, there you have it. It's going to be exciting. It starts
0: tonight with the play-in games. With the play-in, or play-in games, yeah. Looking forward to that. Someone There's no – the, you
2: know, that's one of the most exciting times. It's, you know, I can remember being in school. I don't know if this happened for y'all.
1: You can remember that far back.
2: They would let us watch the <laughs> ACC tournament <laughs> in school. Oh, yeah that, yeah.
1: that doesn't happen anymore.
2: No. 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 No, they watch it on their phones when the teachers is not looking.
1: That's correct.
2: If they even care that much.
1: I believe there's a lot of students that care.
2: Yeah. we, uh, But the NCAA, the NCAA tournament is so exciting. I can remember I lived in Bowling Green, Kentucky, when Western Kentucky made their run to the, the last run of the Sweet 16. I mean, that's just exciting times. Exciting times. The
1: cool thing about, you know, this tournament versus, you know, the the final four for football, 64 teams. Anybody could possibly make a run. Yeah. When there's only four teams. Twenty-five percent chance. But right he, here, anybody can make a run.
2: It's true. Sixteens have beat ones. Fifteens have beat twos. Yep. I mean, it, it's probably. I'm. I'm usually not good at the brackets. It's you know, it could be anybody. Anybody coming from anywhere. TCU's got a good team this year. Yeah, they do. Um, you know, Texas is playing real well. You just never know. You just never know. That's that's the great part about it.
0: Yeah, and even this year especially, with all the upsets and the different number ones and everything of that through the year, anybody win this thing, there's gonna be a lot of upsets this year. It's a lot of great eight nine matchups. It's gonna be exciting. I can't wait to watch it.
2: The the whole transfer portal thing, I can say that on here, right? So the transfer portal, it really it really changed everything. You know, as a state fan, we saw five or six new faces this year coming in from that port, that transfer portal and are, are ready to play. You know, back in the day, when you transferred, you sat out a year. We didn't even know who you were because you were gone for a year. Mm-hmm. But now you transfer transferring to play. You're a graduate. You can transfer into play. It seems like they can play eight, nine years. I know they can, but, you know, four or five years. So, exciting. It's going to be good. It is exciting.
0: What else do you guys want to say before we wrap this first on, 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 inaugural podcast
2: up? This has been a good time.
1: It has been a good time. I'm I'm super excited about the sports coming up. Uh, you know, the the summer workouts and everything getting ready to begin as soon as school's over. I I get hyped about football every year.
2: I yeah. do too. I do too. It's my it's definitely my favorite time of year. And uh we'll probably we've we've uh, kicked around the idea of more frequency in football season in my opinion. I think
1: you have to talk about it more often.
2: I think you gotta talk about it every week because mm-hmm. You want to talk about the matchups and who's playing and what happened and right. what we think. and Because
1: yeah. much like you guys, even when our team is not playing and we have an off week, we're going somewhere else and watching football, right?
2: Yep. Yep.
0: Absolutely. Well, now, what you guys need to be a part of this as well if you're listening and you're actually interested in this podcast. Lewis has created some great social media and avenues. And, and Mike. Mike. We have a Facebook page, is that right? And we have an Instagram presence, is that right? Correct. So share with them what they do if they want to talk to us and put
1: questions up and whatnot. I think the the questions need to come through the email. Yeah. So okay.
2: you you can go to our Facebook and it's behind the beard WNC, and uh, the email is behind the beard WNC at gmail dot com.
1: Right. Instagram also behind the beard WNC.
2: Yeah. Feel free to to go to our Facebook page, Instagram. You know shoot us some questions on the gmail heck we'll talk about them we'll yeah. answer all your questions yeah and you can
0: make fun of us there too absolutely yeah. especially pat
2: yeah yeah that's what we do <laughs>
0: <laughs> well gentlemen it's been fun that's for sure i've enjoyed this today and we look forward to running it back next time so for mike anderson lewis anderson i'm pat pole and thanks for tuning into behind the beard till next time thanks everyone
2: thank you